It's that time of the week again. It's time for the Pushing Buttons podcast, the weekly video game podcast where we talk about ideas, concepts, and our opinions and experiences in video games. Thank you for joining us. My name is Kevin. My name is Robert. And I'm Kyle. I did that all in one breath. That's why my <laughs> voice went high. Thanks for making fun of me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're such a good friend. I know. We're going to be best. talking about difficulty in video games. We're not hitting much on Red Dead Redemption 2 this week because it just came out last Friday. and Which is today for us. We're giving it a week uh, for at least two out of the three of us to gather our thoughts and opinions oh, yeah. and experiences yes. and ideas <laughs> about Red Dead 2. Plus, I'm ready to consume it. If you listen to video game podcasts or keep up with video game news or play video games, you probably know all about the game anyway. So... Yeah, we're going to talk about other stuff, but before we get to that, how have you guys been lately? I guess I'll start. Go for it, my friend. I had a great weekend streaming. Nice. You are a testament to how awesome that was. You just complimented yourself using me as an example. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I had a lot of fun streaming this past weekend. I did have a lot of fun watching you. I, won't I finished uh, my 10th anniversary playthrough of Dead Space. Really enjoyed it. Nice. Still a great game. Holds up well. That ending was intense. Oh, I yeah. You saw the boss fight, huh? Yeah. Well, even at, like after the boss fight, that jump scare at the end actually got me. Oh, I know. That yeah. was a great jump Ooh, scare. <laughs> I am intrigued. I only watched part of that stream, so I, I want to go back and watch the ending now. You, you should. It's a great game. Uh, TV slash push I know you guys would never play it, but just to appreciate how marvelous it was back when it first launched 10 years ago, like it's amazing how well it holds up today. Hmm. I still had a last playing through it again it still it did look really good thank you for not swearing like you were just about to i could tell you edited i wasn't yourself. going to oh you said and then stopped okay. <laughs> either way i appreciate you not swearing you're welcome <laughs> it was it looked like it ran really well it looked very good still for a 10 year old game well, i was impressed with the lighting it was, part i saw yeah granted it was on pc so it's gonna have higher quality a little bit but. yeah but you look at other pc games from that time period and it's not like all of them held up as well right and uh i highly recommend it it's a great game i love it it's one of my all-time favorites uh i decided to celebrate when i finished that game and i got into one i've been meaning to play but never got around to initially uh cuphead on steam i bought that it was on sale and he knows that neither one of us would ever play it well i thought you would at least kevin because it's an indie game yeah, we'll talk about why I won't. Oh, okay. Because that's yeah. kind of what this episode's based on is difficulty. <laughs> yes. uh, anyway, we'll get to that in the main topic, but I had a blast playing it. It was a really fun game. It was fun watching you play that. I did, I did yeah, enjoy it that, as well. Yeah. I'm not quite all the way through. I think I'm two-thirds of the way to the end. So. so I have a habit of sometimes when I'm watching people stream or when I'm watching gameplay videos that I'll talk to my monitor. And I'm not used to <laughs> chatting in Twitch chat, because I, I, I lurk. I don't let people know of my presence. But <laughs> You're like me most of the time. Yeah. yeah. You were, so, uh, <laughs> you were uh, socializing with some of our viewers. I was, obviously. Was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I found myself still a lot talking to you, like, verbally, knowing you couldn't oh. hear me. <laughs> like, wow. It was so funny, though, because a couple times I'm like, I'm like, what the crap, Kyle? And I think one time you actually said, what the crap, Kyle, right after me. And that's not part of your normal vernacular. It was, exactly. And you tell me all the time there's no spiritual link between two close people. I there is. I don't believe in it. Um, but uh, I'm hoping to do more streaming, especially with Red Dead Redemption 2 this weekend. Or this past weekend. <laughs> In the past. In the past. It's already done. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Good job. It was great. I enjoyed watching it thoroughly. Very good. Uh, other than that, though, uh, I picked up my copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 today. Nice. I am very much looking forward to playing it on uh, my Xbox One. Did you buy an Xbox One? I sure did. So it means when I buy Red Dead, I can't Wait. play with either of you. Are you serious? I'm serious. You bought a what? I'm in, an X or an I got an X, bro. Holy cow! We're going to play Red Dead together. Nice! Yes! We're a formal posse! Well, now I'm not going to buy the game. Why not? Because I can't play with either of you. Just. But you really just want to get it for online? That would be the only reason to keep playing it. That's sad. I feel like I just broke Kevin's heart. You did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can see it on his The spiritual sad. link has been severed. <laughs> <laughs> As easily as it was formed, it was unwrought. There were three people in this podcast. Bye, guys. That was, no, that was a bombshell. Have a good night.
Take care. <laughs> Don't let Kyle, the door come hit back. Your You're one of us out. now. I'm coming back. You're I'm one of back. me. <laughs> I am one of you. Well, congratulations so on your purchase. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I picked it up today, and I got the Shadow of Tomb Raider bundle. Nice. I saved a hundred bucks. What made you? How much did you spend though? Four fifty. I guess for what you got, that's not terrible. It's because of yesterday. I read Digital Foundry's comparison of the versions. I was watching that video today, and I'm like, <laughs> "Sorry, Kevin," but I was pissed at myself because I didn't prepare for this. I wasn't. Re- <laughs> uh, I wasn't ready, man. I was. You just like- hate me today, don't you? <laughs> Backstory: I edit these podcasts, and if he swears, I do have to edit it. Whereas normally, I like to be lazy, and I don't like to. Edit it. <laughs> but I saw that article, and I'm like. I, I got to get the best quality experience. I had wondered and if this was going to be the game that pushed you over the edge, knowing how yes, important this game this is This game is huge me. to me. I need, yeah. I need to play it in the best quality par- yeah. possible. So I bit the bullet. I'm on Team Xbox now. Nice. Are you going to get Forza Horizon 4 now, too? I want to, yes. Nice. I want that game, too. But nice. I want to play it. Because you can you come over to me. one of our places and play it with us. Split screen? Sure. Nah. No. <laughs> or we can do, do the old uh, pass the controller back and forth. I lose a race, you start play. You lose a race, I start. <laughs> I do like that. I I love couch co-op, Kyle. Uh, couch co-op, so Kyle. I want to play a way out with I, one of you two one day. I, I would like to play that as well. But uh, couch co-op is only really good to me if it's on the same screen. Oh. If you don't have to, I, I hate split screen. I hate my vision in a game being impaired. I understand. That's why that, that retro vision yeah. pill in the Binding of Isaac Rebirth is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, what is the point of that? What does it even do? It changes, it like blurs the graphics in the game. Does it do anything gameplay? No. Oh, okay. okay. It just changes the way the game looks off yeah. and on for like a That's minute. Dumb. Yeah. But, yeah. Anything else, Kyle? I'm going to be playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> That's probably That's accurate. It. Nice. I'm done. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh. I wanted to talk to you, Robert. Oh. Okay. Have you. I mean, I know I'll this is. Out. Well, I wanted to. Ask <laughs> this is you... the obligatory uh, TV show slash movie part of the episode. I'm exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, I wanted to talk to you specifically about a show on Netflix. Okay. It's called Making a Murder. Yes. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard lots about it. You need to watch that. I need to because I it didn't actually. Pretty leave. much is like a really great mystery. Mm-hmm. Like the documentary is really one sided. It really only supports one side of the argument of why this guy's in jail and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like at the core of it, there's like a really great mystery to be solved. And I think you would love for that. I heard the first season was like stellar. Yes. And then the second one that just came out has been kind of eh. It's eh, but at the same time, what I liked about it was that it really opened up uh, new elements of the whole case surrounding this guy. Interesting. And basically... It feels like it's a mystery waiting to be solved, and that's what's exciting to me. I know it's horrible to say, but I feel like it was really fun to watch the second mm-hmm. season and piece together like how it was, the crime was committed and stuff. Gotcha. From what I read of people, sorry, Robert, on uh, what people on Twitter were saying was that season two is exactly the same as season one. Basically, it is because it kind of retreads the same stuff, mm-hmm. but it shows the you know the court proceedings and how. You know, screwed you are if you're wrongfully committed on gotcha. stuff. And it was really shocking to see that, like how vigorous the system is when it wants to place you somewhere. Like if you're convicted, it's one of my biggest fears. It's really, it's scary. <laughs> Sorry, it's really scary. Like I, I can't imagine what those guys are going through. Hmm. But it's hard to say if they're <clears throat> innocent or guilty because there's so much conflicting evidence and you know testimonies. But that's what makes it such a great mystery of a show. Like, you just can't wait to see the next episode because you just need to know, like, the next piece of the puzzle. Hmm. I highly recommend it. It's a great show. I'm ta- time stamping in my phone your swears so I know, so I don't have to listen to the whole episode while I edit it. I can just skip God, ahead. Could you imagine You're if smart. you had to edit my stream live? Man, you would, like, kill me. <laughs> Or me. Yeah. You would be like, I'm working overtime. <laughs> you you would be paying me money for that, even I, if I it would, is on yeah. my channel. <laughs> I, I can't hold myself back. And that's what we love about you. You get guy. so into it. I do. Yeah. We love that. It's I'm entertaining so passionate. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. You always leave me smiling and satisfied. <laughs> so. 
What about you, Robert? Uh, well, I didn't do a whole lot, except I played some more Odyssey most of the week until yesterday. Still loving that game. But uh, sorry if my voice is a little nasally this week, more than usual, because I'm kind of getting over sickness. So, But I did pick up... We love you in sickness and in health. We support you. you. Thank you. I, I needed that. Yes. But <laughs> uh, I picked up my copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 last night. <laughs> I would have loved and... it if you would have said, and I got it on the PlayStation 4. <laughs> I got so it on the play Pro. The... <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist, dude. Uh, what a twist. That would be. Uh, but no, I got that last night, and I wasn't expecting to play it at all because I thought it was going to take like three hours to download, but it only took like an hour and 15 minutes, so I was like, nice. That's so what I'm going to do tonight. It was like yep. 10.45 or whatever, so I put it on and played for about an hour, mm. and it was, it was hard to turn off, but it was like, no, I need to be rested for work tomorrow. I'm going to have the whole weekend ahead of me, so. Yes, sir. But my God, that first hour. Oh, man. You saying. are going to love it, dude. It has, <laughs> in my opinion, I can say this to you because we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we're Xbox It has Xbox not Bros been now. oversold. I can tell you that. <laughs> Xbox, Xbox Brothers. Xbox Brothers. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> but you will not be disappointed. It is. I'm pumped for it, yeah. The first hour is stellar graphically and mm-hmm. just the small amount, amount of storytelling I've seen in that hour. It's just. It's incredible. Oh, yes. It's incredible. Yeah. I am really excited to continue playing it this weekend. Very good, sir. Uh, but that's about it for my week, nice. other oh, than being oh. sick. So yeah. I got a great funny story to tell you guys. <laughs> okay. So after I ended the stream yesterday, I actually had the fever to go get it, and I failed miserably. You had a fever? What? From Red what? Cowbell? Red Dead 2. What do you mean? You had the, you had the fever failed. to get it last night. What yes. do you mean you failed? Oh. I went out last night at like 10 o'clock. Oh. I went to Fred Meyer. Well, oh, yeah, Fred Meyer. closed. No, they were open, but oh. they didn't have the game. They, yeah, they, they don't do the... Yeah, they don't do the <laughs> midnight releases, apparently. And they didn't uh, do the deal where you get 100 bucks off if you buy an Xbox with Red Dead. Gotcha, gotcha. I went to Walmart, uh, you know, near One us. of the local ones. Yeah. And they could not find their bundles <laughs> for the Xbox <laughs> or the game. Wow. They didn't get their shipment for it. I'm like, oh, wow, this huh. is crazy. That sucks. But so where did you get yours today? I got mine at Best Buy. Nice. I lucked out. I browsed the internet, checking uh, in-store availability for Target and Best Buy and Amazon or whatever. And Best Buy had the Shadow of the Tomb Raider bundle with the game. And I was like, yes, nice. I got it. I pre-ordered it last night before bed. <laughs> and then, yeah, during my lunch today, I... Nice. Yes. I did not do. I'm glad that you guys had such an, especially Kyle had such an active <laughs> last week because I didn't. I don't have anything to say except they can all be winners. I apologize for what I said about Comcast on a previous episode. Hmm. Oh, the yes. error was all in my laptop with a recent update. Ooh. Comcast is still a crappy company, a crappy internet <laughs> wow. service provider. Yeah, but they're the only one in the area, so I have to deal with them. But this particular problem that I was complaining about was uh, was a hardware issue, not a Comcast issue. Gotcha. Mm. So I'll take the take the blame on so that. So you'll be streaming again? I can, yes. Absolutely. Great. Excellent. I'm not going to be streaming Red Dead or any of your high-tech Xbox One X bro <laughs> <laughs> fancy AAA games. But, yeah, I've got a few plans. I don't know how much I'm going to do for YouTube, how much for Twitch, but... Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about that right now. What we do care about is Cuphead, and that game is hard, and I would not play it. But I loved watching you play it, Kyle. Oh, good. good. So I know you've explained it a little bit in the past. Yes. But on the topic of video game difficulty, and it's, it's a general topic. Anything to do with difficulty is open for discussion here. And I want to start off by asking Kyle what appeals to you about I, I know where you where your mindset is with yeah, it, but yeah. I want to hear you explain it in your own words. Basically with difficult yeah. video games, why do you enjoy them as much as you do? I feel like uh with the games that are designed extremely well, like the gameplay mechanics, you can't blame the game itself outside of like, you know, the usual excuse of RNG. Which I was kind of doing in my stream last night. You're talking night. specifically Cuphead. Yes. Okay. Which 
quick aside. Yeah. I'm not familiar Random with what RNG number stands. generator. It's and what it makes uh, different things spawn. It's, it's when there's not a set way for enemies or platforms, specifically in Cuphead, to spawn. They okay. they will go in random places. And okay. It makes the level different every time you play it. Gotcha. RNG is just uh, shorthand for that. Okay. Yes. Uh, so you know, games like Cuphead, they tend to apply those RNG elements, but at the same time, it's very skill based. Like you can tell when you. <laughs> Pardon me. When you screw up. <laughs> Go on. You're good. I love okay. Kevin's faces. <laughs> I'm trying to hold back my streamer personality. I'm sorry. I got an ego now. You can let loose on Twitch. Just try yes. to refrain on Yes, here. I will. Keeping uh, advertiser friendly. So you saw in the gameplay of awesome. Cuphead, uh, there's patterns, of course, mm-hmm. like enemy attacks, mm-hmm. and then also... Uh, like uh, obstacles in the environments that you have to avoid as well. And I think what I find most enjoyable about Cuphead is the fact that you have a dash button. The dash button basically is like a a skill-based technique where you can avoid enemy attacks. Like in other games, Enter the Gungeon, for example, has a dodge roll. Or like in Dark Souls where you roll all the time. Right. And you you don't get hurt when you're in that animation, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. I mean, although in Cuphead you can, unless you get a special thing you can equip. I think it's a charm or something. Okay. But I also love the fact that to use your super upgrade, it I mean, it charges over time, but you can speed that up by using the parry button, On any which of is why I'm smacking those pink objects yeah. in the game. And I feel like that combined with the dodging, because uh, there's also the fact that when you're in the vehicle, the airplane, you can hit the dodge button, which is the dash, but it makes your plane smaller, so you can avoid the obstacles better. Ah. And you saw a few moments of that where mm-hmm. I was like in the zone. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> That's actually about accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just, I was like, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just really enjoy games like that because when you die, you know what happened. It was on you. So to put words in your mouth. And only words, nothing else this time. Uh, you like to this play time. difficult games because you get better at them over time. And you, your skill, your actual skill inside that game increases. And yes. it makes you feel better about being able to beat the challenge in front of you. It also makes you feel better as a human being. Like, I feel like... Because gaming is life. Mm-hmm. Gaming is everything. <laughs> but I feel like with difficult games like that, the challenge, like, puts you through... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, basically, like, you, you grow from it. Yeah. Like, it's an experience that you can learn from and apply to future experiences, to put it in words. And <laughs> I'm glad you're not putting it on the, like, barks <laughs> or <laughs> food. <laughs> no like gibberish. put this conversation into food. But, you know, I feel like as a gamer, like, having that sense of progression and applying that to future games, like, I could tell I have a lot of patience for Cuphead. Yeah. And I got a lot of that from Dark Souls. Like, that whole series is about patience. Like, knowing when to attack the boss or whatever. And I just feel like games like that, they just bring out the best in me as a person. And Robert, I know you're the pretty much the exact opposite of that when it just comes about, to Just about, yeah. So explain to me what you would be going through, knowing what you've seen of Cuphead. If you were playing that game, how you would experience it? I would be ripping my hair out. <laughs> I was almost doing that watching you play. And I even <laughs> wrote in the chat, I was like, how are you not throwing stuff at the wall? It's like, it's... Paint me a word co- picture of you trying to play this game. Uh, well, <clears throat> so from the one section I did see, I would be... I would probably try that maybe three or four times. And then I would shut down. <laughs> I'd probably be crying. <laughs> <laughs> I would slam my controller down on the ground and say, this is bullcrap. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I can't stand, I don't play games for the skill or to, you know, get better at them. Like I said, I enjoy them for the story mm-hmm. or for... The immersion. Yeah, yeah. The mechanics, something like that. And so when it's just something that's repetitive and you're just trying to get better at it and keep doing it until you get better... That holds no interest for me, and it just gets grating, mm. and I can't, I can't stand it. Like in games where there's a hard section, if I have to do it more than two or three times, 
you know, I just yeah, uh, I'll move on to something else and come back to it later. I do that a lot too. Yeah, I find it's my fun s- to watch though. It is fun to yeah. watch. I I find myself kind of in a middle ground with that, with uh, games that are like Cuphead, where you're doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. I would lose my crap. I I would be swearing. <laughs> I would be saying a lot of words that I shouldn't be saying in front of my dog. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I am not my best me when I play those games. But when it's a game that and I'll use my normal go-to example of The Binding of Isaac. When you restart a run and start from the beginning, it's completely different the next time yeah, you play. Yeah, it's not the same thing over and over. Exactly. That kind of challenge, even if it's the same levels but played out differently, I can get behind that and I can get practically endless enjoyment out of it. Mm. And I won't lose my patience with it nearly as quickly. Mm. Even with my short attention span, and I do have a short attention span, <laughs> especially with video games. Um, yeah, Cuphead, I will, I will not play it. It looks like a fantastic game. It was lovingly crafted. Yeah. Oh, by far. Yeah. Very passionate. The art, the sound, the, the mechanics, they seem like. The gameplay is awesome. It feels like, it it seems like when I'm watching you that the, the, the controls and controls are very important in a game like that. It's very, uh, very snappy. Like you, you feel like you're in total control of the character. See, that's what I didn't like about. Super Meat Boy is that I never felt like I was in total control because of I how see slippery that. he is. Yeah, that's something you can try to like keep control over, but it can screw you up a lot. Right, I agree. Spelunky has kind of a middle ground with that slippery control thing where you can run or walk, and you kind of slide a little bit, and there's an ice level, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, it, I I feel like tight controls are the key component in a video game for me, and it looks like Cuphead nailed it. Well, I mean, mm. a lot of the old Mario games were like that too. Where you would have to yeah. memorize patterns and you know get through the enemies in waves and stuff. Yeah. So I think that that borrows a lot from that. That's what I appreciate. Like the older Super Mario Bros. games were kind of floaty with mm-hmm. the controls. Super Mario One, Super Mario a little 3, bit, yeah. They were a little floaty, and that's what I always liked. I always preferred Sonic the Hedgehog because mm-hmm. you could stop on a dime, speed up on a dime. Uh, I felt like I was in total control. I have to feel like I'm in total control of a game when I'm playing it. And Cuphead, like I said, feels like that, looks like that nailed it. I mean, uh, I don't mean to change so quickly, but uh, do you guys feel like in open world games, like the difficulties on those matter? No. Because I always play on normal, on an open world game. I'll play normal on any game, typically, but no, I I don't think difficulty matters. That's about immersion. I mean, does Red Dead have a difficulty mode? Uh... No, unless there, I haven't looked at the options, but it yeah. doesn't it yeah. doesn't ask you to choose one. So, I mean, I would rather the game just kind of make an experience in the ground up mm-hmm. with the same difficulty mm-hmm. than having like weak. Uh, it, I don't know what the word is like elements or uh, multipliers for like enemy health, like scaling, scaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think that's a bogus way of making the game difficult. I call that artificial uh, difficulty. Excuse me. I know, like, for certain games, like certain genres, like RPGs or, like, you know, like Borderlands. Yeah, it's all about the numbers. It's about... Seeing bigger numbers. Yeah, so level scaling makes sense for those games. Diablo, World of Warcraft. But open world, I don't see the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because open world, you're more about being immersed in the environment of the game and the story of the game. I'll even give the nod to a game like Call of Duty in that department where they don't typically don't make just like tankier enemies they give you like visual elements of that they give you Mm -hmm. armored enemies or enemies with shields Mm -hmm. that you have to kill them in a different way rather than just keep shooting bullets at them in the same way i don't particularly care for call of duty but i'll give the nod to them for that over like a, a, a typical rpg what would you say about first person shooters like i think first person shooters have decent difficulties it depends on the game. I think a good yeah. example is Halo. Like I love playing Halo on Legendary. So I, it's I'm, fun. Yeah, I never got into that because, like I said, I've never been into making something harder yeah. for myself. So I might have tried it, like playing co-op with a friend back in the day. But oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, did I, play through Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two on Veteran, just because. Yeah. yeah. 
That's when I was in my FPS God, those kick, were hard, though. too. I remember, the, I remember those. They were really hard for me because I played them on a 360, and yeah. I'm a mouse and keyboard guy. <laughs> so that was really <laughs> tough. That was challenging myself far beyond what I thought I should, but I did it. <laughs> Dope me. That's when I used to be good at video games, though. I got to check, but I think I got the Mile High Club on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, I remember that achievement. Man, I want to go back when I boot up my new xbox tonight and <laughs> check through your <laughs> yeah my your old 360 achievements yeah because i really was an achievement whore back then yeah you have to swap gamer tags man yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and i gotta get xbox live again yay <laughs> there's some difficulty involved with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that gonna be worth paying for for you like what's i mean the... i would have fun playing with robert on but there's no thing. online mode for it right now is there no, that's po- it's, next month. it's next month though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can wait a month. But if you got yeah. Forza, we could we could race online. Oh yeah, it's true. I want to get Forza. Oh man, I, I could just get it on my, my my laptop here. There you go. Yeah, I think there's I th- crossplay. I think there's going to be crossplay with Ooh. that. I'm not sure. I don't know either. I don't I don't want to say for sure because I don't know, <laughs> but I feel like there should be because it's so Microsoft. Too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But going back to difficulty in games. Uh, are there any particular games that stand out to you at all? Like that you remember being overly difficult that you accomplished or got through? Overly difficult. Or too easy, even if it was a hard difficulty game? Just trying to stir up some memories. I have like an oddball one. It was uh, Fight Night Round 3. I used to play that on the 360. And I never played fighting games, really. But oh, for yeah, some reason, games. I thought that was fun. I think I played a demo with official Xbox magazines. So I was like, gotcha. oh, this is kind of fun. I'm going to buy the game. And then I've always been an Xbox bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, that game, I remember, was always kind of difficult for me, but I liked playing it. It's just because it was a different wheelhouse from the normal games I would play. When I was a kid, there was a game on the Sega Genesis called Sword of Vermilion. It was, it was kind of like a JRPG, but it was obviously not. It didn't come from Japan, mm-hmm. but it was inspired by a lot of JRPGs, mm-hmm. and that was a pretty difficult game for me because it was the first RPG I ever played, and I do remember beating that game over and over and over again at one point. But since that was the first RPG that I ever played, I do remember the final boss, and there was a. Lo- let me kind of try to put this game into into words. <laughs> okay. So Please. the normal traversal when you're out in the wilderness, yeah. you have a 2D map on taking up half the screen, and the other half the screen is some like really really crappy fake 3D rendering of what's going on. Mm. But you have to walk by using that map because you can't see far in front of you oh, in that first person view. Mm. So you, ha- it, it's really weird if you're facing down on the map. To go forward, you press up. Because you're looking at the map, but you're not walking on the map. It's really weird. But when you're in combat, it goes to a 2D side-scrolling combat. Like a hack and slash. Mm. It's really weird, the dichotomy between what it does. It doesn't have turn-based combat. It's real time. Yeah. And then the boss battles are even different because you, you have so little room to move. And the bosses are stationary. And the character is bigger. So it's like three different ways to look at that game. And then when you're in town, it's different again altogether. Oh, crap. So it's 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 a really weird game, but the bosses, they set them up to like be this these big mammoth things. And the final boss in that game had like two necks coming out. And I'm trying to, d- <laughs> to show it with my arms, but those necks were made out of heads. So the boss had like 14 heads or something. Whoa. And they all like I think they spit fire or something at of you. Course. And I was like probably eight, seven or eight years old when I was playing this game, and you have to kill each head, but they're moving up and down, and you can only reach a certain height with your character because you can't jump in that game. I see. There was a lot of difficulty in that game, and I beat the crap out of it, and I loved it. Nice. And that's why I think I loved it, because it was really difficult for me at that age. and I And I did beat it. So you like difficult games? I've always liked difficult games. It's just there's a point to where I lose my patience with them. Mm. Uh, Celeste, I never finished. There was oh, one, that's why I still need to play. Uh, th- I got to a point where I was like, I'm just playing the same from the same checkpoint over and over and over mm. again. I know I can eventually beat it, mm. 
but I don't have the the desire to at this point. Yeah, I heard that was really well reviewed too. It was a it's a really good game. It honestly starts off super easy, like even easier mm. than Super Meat Boy starts off. Oh, okay. Um, it when it gets difficult, it gets difficult quick. Mm-hmm. But it it takes a while to get there. But then when it gets there, it just ramps. Oh, damn, way that up. sounds like a fun streaming game for me. <laughs> I think you would really enjoy, even if you weren't streaming it. I think you'd really enjoy playing it. Robert, yeah. stay away from it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do. Okay, we'll do. 2D game, two dimensional, super I, I hard. I'd see not your bread and butter. Can I suggest Thank another you. game for you, Kyle? Absolutely. One thousand one spikes. It's on Steam. It. I've heard of it. Uh, it was originally a Flash game, but remade by Nicholas, mm-hmm. the guys that did Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Oh, cool. A uh, super short game. Yeah. Like maybe two hours if you know what you're doing. Oh, damn. It's it's probably more like five to four or five hours your first playthrough. But when you're done with the game, the, the second half that most of the time when you're starting to play the game that you didn't even know was there mm-hmm. opens up and like just doubles the game in length out of nowhere. Kind of sounds like Castlevania where the castle goes upside down. It's not because you're playing different levels. Oh, different levels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Th- the difficulty on that last half of the game is super hard. Mm-hmm. But I got to a point with that game where I was like, I'm nailing the mechanics here. I tried speedrunning that game. I've never tried to speedrun that. See, that's what I find enjoyable that. about those types of games. Like, I, you feel like you master it, you can speedrun it. Yeah. And that gives you more enjoyment for the game. I, I do like, if I were to speedrun something, it would be something that's skill based, not something that's glitch based, like you were talking about with yeah. Prey, where you can, like, glitch through doors mm. and stuff. Well, yeah, that was, uh, the whole basis for that whole convention is right. to use glitches. Right. I I would prefer like an any percent uh, glitchless or whatever they would call yeah. it. Hmm. But for games that are super difficult and skill based, like Celeste or Thousand One Spikes, uh, Castle in the Darkness, you might get some fun out of too. Oh, another one. Yeah, uh, it's not as hard, but it's more of a Metroid, or sorry, more of a Metroidvania oh, okay. style game. But yeah. It, Made by one guy that works at Nicholas, and he did the programming, the art, the music, the sounds, everything all by himself. And the game's wow. fantastic. Damn. How Real- about Dead Cells? Was that tough? Dead Cells gets tough. Uh, it starts off tough. It gets easier, I should say. Hmm. Because you're leveling up your character as you go. Makes sense. Like each yeah. run, you're unlocking more stuff. Hmm. But you saw that boss that boss that I died to when I streamed it last. That was the first time that I'd ever gotten to that boss before. Oh, cool. And that was like my <laughs> second run on that save file. Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? That was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. As of this podcast. And I had just deleted my save before that. Oh. So it's my second run on that file, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't have almost anything unlocked. So the fact that I got there was really impressive to me. That was like an hour and 15-minute run or some crazy Damn. crap like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was thinking of like other types of genres, like... Uh, do you have like any puzzle games or racing games you find difficult? Like was Forza difficult? Was uh, a racing game? Not Forza Horizon. Oh, okay. Um, the mainline Forza series is a lot harder because they're more sim-like. It's more of a simulator. Yeah, like I've Grand never. Turismo. Yeah, I've never owned one of them, but I've played the demos, and I, I suck when it's simulation. Um, but puzzle games. I have a hard time with platformers. Like, I haven't tried many in recent years, but I remember, like, when you were talking about, when you were younger, games that was hard for you, Super Mario 64 was always difficult for me when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah. There was lots of worlds I couldn't get past and hmm. eat and everything, because I know. when I was younger, it's, you know, not as <laughs> video game fluent, I guess, as I... See, I think if I tried it now, the exact opposite for myself. I've tried playing Super Mario sixty four as an adult, and I can't. But as a kid, I beat that game countless times. Yeah, yeah that's the crazy thing. I might have to go to that because I never played Super Mario sixty four. If they re-release it on the Switch, video game confession. Yeah, can, like, I've never played it. Really? Yes. I'm not shocked because I knew this. I've told Kevin this. Well, I'm shocked, ago. Kevin. You can be shocked if you want. <laughs> Almost as shocked as when he said he bought an Xbox One. <laughs> I got really depressed. <laughs> wow, that's surprising. I know, right? You yeah. would think I would have played that game, but I have never touched it. Isn't uh, You have a Switch, right? Yeah. Don't they have it on like the online store or something? No. Oh. It's only NES. So. They have like a few NES games. Gotcha. On it. I know the Wii, Nintendo Wii did, but they have since uh, shut down. Right. The Wii Shop channel. There was uh, Super Mario 64 3DS. 
I didn't hear great things about that one. It did play weird, and the fact yeah. that you could play as like Luigi and Yoshi, and so that was weird. I would find a way to stream it for you all. <laughs> well, hey, when they come out with the <laughs> N64 classic, like they inevitably will. Oh man, that'd be awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm that's definitely, definitely being that. on there. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Are there any games, Robert, from your past that were exceedingly difficult that you did? Beat, that you did get through the challenges of? Um, none come to mind except for, I've talked about Call of Duty 2 a lot, how I beat that on the hardest difficulty to yeah. get the achievements. That's still, that's uh, that's a feat. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that. It's probably the easiest game to do that in, though. It was before regenerative health, though, I think. <sighs> I don't even remember. It's been so long since I played it. I think that was before... Which game? Sorry? Call, Call of Duty, Duty 2. 2. Call of Duty 2. I think that was regen health. Are you sure? I didn't think those first two. Oh, did. you're not talking about Modern Warfare two. No, Call of Duty two. Yeah. No, the that was three sixty launch. Packs, I think. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. yeah. That's when first person shooters were like always hard or <laughs> typically hard. Yeah. So kudos to you for that. But, <laughs> thank <Nice>. you. <laughs> That's back when I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> um, other than that, not really because, like I said, if something's too difficult, I usually pass. Can you think of any game type that you wouldn't pass on if it was too difficult that you would actually try to persevere through? I know that's a really open-ended question. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I would say an open-world game. That's That'd be my go-to because I love those so much. Like if, or if something that was like super, like a Naughty Dog game. Even those can be the end levels of those games. Like usually Uncharted the last quarter two. of those games Uncharted are 2 was... notoriously like stupid oh, difficult. I've tried playing those on hard difficulty and I hate it. Uncharted 2 is exceedingly difficult. Yeah. But yeah. I always yeah. push through because it's I love the story. I'm invested in it. I want to finish it, so I, I have to push through. So if it's something like that, like a good narrative driven like single player game, I will push through whatever it is to get to the end. I did oh my god, Kyle will remember this. Hmm. When I played through the original Mass Effect on Insanity. Oh, dude, yeah. So yeah, I remember. I, I started I that too. I started that yeah. playthrough at level 60, which yeah. was the level cap, because it was mm-hmm. my third playthrough with that same character. Oh, I man. did normal, then hard, then insanity, uh, or insane, or whatever they called the hardest difficulty. And I was a vanguard, so I specialized in biotics and mm-hmm. shotguns. And shotguns are really good in that game, particularly, yes, because yes. they're super powerful. And you're always in close proximity to your enemy. Right. Oh my god. I could st- <laughs> I couldn't get touched cuz my barrier was so high. I I could not get t- it rechar my barrier uh reload time, I forget what they call it. But I I was able to cast barrier a second time before the first one would wear out. Mm. So I constantly had barrier on. So nobody could touch me. I would stand in front of this and I remember this vividly showing <laughs> Kyle being like, "Look at me." I just kept pressing right trigger over and over again. I just stand there and just be like, "Yep, yep, I'm just Playing a game, just <laughs> pressing the art, the right trigger over and over and over again, uh, just letting those bullet sponges suck up those bullets, and that was honestly the hardest part of Mass Effect One on Insanity was the Mako sections. Oh my God! One wrong move, yeah, but one you were dead. stray bullet. Yep, you're dead. Yeah. Oh my that God! That was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> that game's hard mode was the the wrong way of doing hard modes. That was just more numbers. Mm. I think Mass Effect 2 did it better, if I remember playing on Insanity Difficulty. But uh, I, I was thinking of another good uh, segue into a different sort of difficulty. Difficulty in multiplayer games. I think this is why I don't strive to be the best at them. I suck at Counter-Strike. Me too. That game is hard for mm-hmm. me. I've never even tried Counter-Strike, I just can't seem to get a feel for it. I've played it so much. Mm-hmm. And my dad, if you know him, he's like a veteran from the Air Force. And he plays it like every day. Kevin knows this. Uh-huh. Like ever since I introduced it to him in 2004, <laughs> he's been playing Counter-Strike Source for like ever. Yeah. And he has not moved on to Global Offensive. Hey, he's still, still source? in Source. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not 1.4, 1.6 or whatever the last one was before I think it was 1.6. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but man, I just can't get a feel for it. Yeah. I don't know how people play that. It feels weird to me. I can't seem to hit anybody because they're always jumping. 
And you know, there's I, a lot that goes into that. Is because people that play those games regularly and, or professionally, yeah, they have setups that are meant for those. So they make sure that they have the fastest download speeds. They've got the the best refresh rate monitors. They've that makes got sense. the most responsive mouse, and it, they they invest money into being able to let their skills show through in that game. I think that's why I also stopped playing Overwatch because that game also has similar elements where the characters are moving so fast. Mm. And it's so hard for me anyway yeah. to like keep tracking them. So that's how I am with the controller. I cannot play a console shooter with something's moving around because I can't keep yeah. my. I'm sound like like I'm 70 years old or <laughs> yeah. something. No offense to 70 year olds, but I my my reflexes with the controller. I just hate having to hold a thumbstick down to be able to turn when mm. I can just move my hand with the mouse and it moves at the same speed my hand does. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The one to one movement or whatever, as opposed to holding something down. But I, I do see online difficulty as the reason I don't play online games because oh, people yeah, yeah. get too competitive. Way too competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm not a competitive person. I think I would be if more people were friendly about being competitive. Like, yeah. like between nature. friends when it's you know, having a jolly Sometimes good that's time. The worst. It's... <laughs> it can be the worst. Well, I, uh, he brings up a good point. I was gonna say not yeah. like any of the situations I've been in playing with friends. You know, it's <laughs> it's I, always fun because then we're all just playing it for fun. And I've never we've never been too competitive and stuff when we would play. And there was always that one guy that would try to piss you off by like the first Red Dead shooting your horse right. when you're all riding to go do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have yeah. all had that one friend. But the guy that always picks odd job in Golden Eye, or the the <laughs> friend that always picks like the yeah. the most OP character in Smash, Yoshi in Mario Kart sixty four. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I always picked Yoshi just because I like dinosaurs. <laughs> My older brother always did the odd job thing in uh, Golden Eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of reasons I don't play competitive <laughs> multiplayer, and most of them yeah. stem from my childhood. Yeah, I think the reason why I have nobody to play Smash Brothers with is because I would not take it easy on my friends, <laughs> and you know that. Well, it's because you lived for those games. Yeah, I did, and yeah, nobody could match my competitiveness in that particular game. Yeah, hmm. it does feel good to be the best at something, but not at the expense of friendship. <laughs> no. I did want to touch on something that could be another type of difficulty, I guess. But, like, when do, like, an abundance of, like, controls or the amount of button presses you have to make in a game, when does that become a a difficulty unto itself? Because, not saying Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be difficult, but in the first 15 minutes, there's I learned three ways to use the A button to make my oh, horse cool. go. That sounds awesome. It's oh, like, that sounds horrible. I love that. Tap A for this. Tap and tap and hold for this. Tap and tap twice and tap and hold for this. Just for the I horse. And I'm like, complex control schemes, dude. Okay. Because for me, <sighs> I don't know how it's going to be in the long run. But already I'm like, okay, that's a lot to remember just to, just to make my horse move. So I got two things to say about this. Yeah. First of all, if when you're starting a game, the first screen when you hit new game that pops up is the controller layout, I know I'm screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, you're taking notes. That's a good point. I grew up with PC games after Sega Genesis and stuff Mm -hmm. when games were, and N64. N64 controls were weird, but with most, especially back then, most PC games, you could key bind anything any way you wanted to. So I liked to make everything in. This goes to this day, even when I'm playing PC games. I First thing I do, I go to the options, then I go to key mapping and reset all the controls to how I want. Mm-hmm. When you have too many controls on a controller, that's a lot of control. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't get invested in it because I'm, I'm getting old. I think it was uh, Breath of the Wild. There was a lot of control stuff. I kept hitting the wrong button, or I kept... Oh, yeah, with, like, the menus. Yeah, I would... Oh, yeah, that was kind of hard to do. A lot of it was... You get used to it, but, man, that was a learning curve. I kept, uh... I was trying to throw bombs, but I'd throw my weapon instead. Yeah. Or I'd try to equip an arrow. I or know exactly to, what you Yeah, mean. and I... Yeah. It was just... If, if you can't think of a way to make simplicity into your control scheme, mm-hmm. then you're doing it wrong. You shouldn't have those systems, that number of systems in your game, if it's that difficult to make it work. Otherwise, you'll end up with, uh, oh, what's that game on Xbox with the giant mech oh, controller? B- oh, Is gosh. that Steel Battalion? I, that might be it. 
It's got like a $200 controller (laughs) with like 200 buttons. Yeah. And I never played it, but I always wanted to. Just to be like, beep, boop, beep, boop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a mech. Beep, boop, beep, boop. I would love to play that game like in an Uh, arcade or something. Yeah. And have like (laughs) the screens wrap around me and get like the sound everywhere. Yeah. The total immersion. Yeah. That would be really cool, but not, not on a home console. No. no. Especially the Mm. Xbox. Yeah. God, I wonder how that game holds up now. Remember when they ported Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2 to the 360? That had a... The, having an RTS on the 360 was... I think that was like the first one or one of the first ones to do it. Yeah. And I actually didn't have a too difficult time with it once I got into it. And I ended up loving that game. But yeah, that was, that was a lot of ways to use the A button yeah. in that game. Yeah, I never saw... I Like, I... I Love the idea of the Steam controller because you can oh, adapt yeah. it to use a mouse and a keyboard any way you want for any specific game. I didn't see the point of having RTSs <laughs> on a console yeah. or on a TV, I should say, or any way, any way to play with a controller before the Steam controller was a thing. Mm-hmm. I still don't own one of those. Yeah, I looked at it, but I don't think I'd ever use it. It looks like you could... Because you can change the way it works. Like, you can make the track pads into a mouse, like the right one into a mouse, yeah. or it could be how the right thumbstick on the Xbox controller. Always I honestly don't know camera. how people use track pads or, like, track balls. Oh, track balls are flipping weird. Yeah. I can't believe those were even a thing, much less still a thing. Or ergonomic keyboards, you know? <laughs> I don't get those I, at all. The ones that, like, split the keyboard in half? Yeah. And are bu- I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, I, can't, I don't know what to I do. I can't type. <laughs> I think it's meant for aliens, honestly, because yeah. their hand, their arms yeah. are like out. <laughs> I think that's what it's meant for. Yeah, probably. I do. I, I could get behind some difficult games. I can get in front of some difficult games too, but there's an extent to my patience. Mm-hmm. Right there with you. Do you guys feel like it'd be something you'd work on, like your patience levels to enjoy those kind of games? If the game mechanics were worth me sticking to the game mm-hmm. then maybe well yeah it depends on what you get out of it i guess yeah i yeah like for me i love dark souls it's got that complex control scheme you would be like shocked Whoa! to even try <laughs> yeah but i loved it man i loved the intuition you would get when fighting a boss and you know which button press to roll or you know mm-hmm. do a back step or to even do like a repost and a parry. Oh man, it's so fun. You know what game awesome. had the perfect controls for its time? And I just talked crap about this, the N64 Creed. controller. Oh, no. The first one? I'm not sure. Star Fox 64. Oh, that was a good game. Star Fox 64 with the the do a barrel roll with the barrel rolls and yeah. the, the loop-de-loops you could do. It all felt like natural the way they did did the... the, the R-Wing movement? Yes. It, it's, it was so perfect. They still have not made a better game. You would double tap, then. I think, the R <laughs> the R button, the right shoulder button, oh. to do a barrel roll. Yeah. Or you would do, like, I think it was Z plus back plus R, and you would do, like, a reverse spin thing. Yeah. It, it was like a, you're going forward, but then you go in the opposite direction. Yeah. And the plane spins. Yeah. Um, I think some yeah. of the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games do that as well, mm. but not on a controller because that was... Like joystick or mouse and keyboard at the time, mm. but yeah, for an N sixty four, Star Fox sixty four had the best controls game. I never did. I play think that you one. would like that game. That, that's fun. I've never been too into the like starfighter genre or any type of like flying. Oh, but Star Fox was so good. It was a really good game. I, I mean, I know all the memes about it, but yeah, I could never get into. Yeah, that I kind can of think game. of a hard game that we all played and we all persevered through. Oh, I like this. Do you want to guess? All three of us. We've all played it. Ooh, I'm excited. Recently or like... No. Oh, it was a long time ago. Dude. It's kind know. of a genre, I suppose. A genre? That should probably almost give it away. A I'm, I'm not of that games. smart, Kevin. There's a series of games, a couple different variations of it. Well, we already talked about Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So it's not those. Assassin's Creed? Fallout? Uh... Nope, nope, nope. Okay, what is it? Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Oh! Yeah, as you get better at the I game, you increase the difficulty to yeah. try to get even better expert at it. Mode. Yeah, expert mode was really, that was where the game was fun, in it my was opinion. Really fun. I never got up to expert. Oh, I got okay. up to hard. Still, even then, yeah. 
when it's a little harder than when you're just having fun and it's easy, that's not as much fun as when it's hard for me. That that genre in particular, when I was really into it, the uh, the difficulty is what made it that much more addictive. Mm. Especially with friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because people like to show off. I know yeah. our group of friends at the time, we were all pretty good at it. And I always thought I was really good at it, but I was the worst amongst at least were you? a lot of our friends. I yeah. thought you were like second best. No, our other friend that was always playing it too was oh. – if Tyler is listening to this, I'm talking about him. He was way better than me. He's always been better Oh, than I always remember you just wailing on the solo parts. Like, <laughs> 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 I know? loved the drums though. You Guitar Hero Metallica drummer. opened yeah. that up for me. That was so good. I love doing the vocals in those games. Yeah. That was fun as hell. Yeah, Tyler doing the guitar, me doing the drums, and you doing the vocals. <laughs> that was great. Robert could have been our bassist. Just yeah, like yeah. Robert Trujillo Robert and Metallica. Exactly. <laughs> I can see Metallica next month with Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so hyped for that. Oh, man. That's More not hyped than be... Red Dead Redemption 2. That's not going to wow. be a hard yes. thing to go That's to. That's going to be amazing. So, any of you listening to this podcast, let us know some of your difficult times. Do you like being stressed <laughs> to the point of <laughs> like me. throwing a controller? <laughs> okay. Before we go. Oh. I know we've talked about it briefly. Yeah. Are you guys controller throwers, or do you do what I do and just like twist the controller until it almost <laughs> feels like it's gonna break? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've so actually sturdy. thrown my controller. I think I can remember the last time I threw it. It was back in like yeah. two thousand seven or something like that. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. So Ashley's seen me almost throw a controller. I I just typically do the thing where I just drop the controller on the coffee table, and she always goes, "What's wrong?" Because she, in her mind, I just threw it. If oh, she wow. my girlfriend's the same way. Really? Yes. I think it's just because we don't typically act angry. So when any sort of anger yeah. comes out, they're like, oh, my they're God, shocked. what's up? Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is new. Yeah. I mean, the only time I've ever thrown a controller was, uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast. It was Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did. I, I mentioned yeah. that on a previous episode. I don't know which one, though. Well, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, other than that, though, I'll just do what I usually do during my streams. Gotcha. You're aware of that, so. <laughs> yeah, I swear a lot yeah. when I play video games. <laughs> Do you guys have bad habits uh, when playing difficult video games? Do you like difficult video games? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at PushingButtonsP. Uh, however you're listening to this podcast, click the follow button, click the like button. helps us out a great deal. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Um, I'm at ImpulseG66 on Twitter. Uh, I am too spooky for Robert. That's with the letter two and the letter four. Sorry, the number two. <laughs> the number two and the number four. The number two. <laughs> at Monumentous Kyle. And on Twitch, we're at twitch.tv slash pushing buttons. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. Thank we you always. See you next week with some talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 yes. and for oh, yeah. our six month anniversary because next week is episode 26 that's half yes. a year boys Woo-hoo. that is year, half boys. a year boys we'll see you then adios have fun love you